Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is July 13th and we will be reading paragraphs 1513 through 1520 today. And we are still in the middle of uh, the sacrament of the sick, uh, the anointing of the sick. And uh, today is the feast of St. Henry. We will begin as always in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Apostolic Constitution, Sacrum Unctionem Infirmorum, following upon the Second Vatican Council, established that henceforth in the Roman Rite, the following be observed. The sacrament of anointing of the sick is given to those who are seriously ill by anointing them on the forehead and hands with duly blessed oil, pressed from olives or from other plants, saying only once, through this holy anointing, may the Lord and his love and mercy help you with the grace of the Holy Spirit. May the Lord who frees you from sin save you and raise you up. Roman numeral 2. Who receives and who administers this sacrament? In case of grave illness, the anointing of the sick is not a sacrament for those only who are at the point of death. Hence, as soon as anyone of the faithful begins to be in danger of death from sickness or old age, the fitting time for him to receive this sacrament has certainly already arrived. If a sick person who received this anointing recovers his health, he can, in the case of another grave illness, receive this sacrament again. If, during the same illness, the person's condition becomes more serious, the sacrament may be repeated. It is fitting to receive the anointing of the sick just prior to a serious operation. The same holds for the elderly, whose frailty becomes more pronounced. Let him call for the presbyters of the church. Only priests, bishops, and presbyters are ministers of the anointing of the sick. It is the duty of pastors to instruct the faithful on the benefits of the sacrament. The faithful should encourage the sick to call for a priest to receive the sacrament. The sick should prepare themselves to receive it with good dispositions, assisted by their pastor and the whole ecclesial community, which is invited to surround the sick in a special way through their prayers and fraternal attention. Roman numeral three, how is this sacrament celebrated? Like all the sacraments, the anointing of the sick is a liturgical and communal celebration. Whether it takes place in the family home, a hospital, or church, for a single sick person or a whole group of sick persons. It is very fitting to celebrate it within the Eucharist, the memorial of the Lord's Passover. If circumstances suggest it, the celebration of the sacrament can be preceded by the sacrament of penance and followed by the sacrament of the Eucharist. As the sacrament of Christ's Passover, the Eucharist should always be the last sacrament of the earthly journey, the viaticum for passing over to eternal life. Word and sacrament form an indivisible whole. The lit liturgy of the word, preceded by an act of repentance, opens the celebration. The words of Christ, the witness of the apostles, awaken the faith of the sick person and of the community to ask the Lord for the strength of his spirit. The celebration of the sacrament includes the following principal elements. The priests of the church, in silence, lay hands on the sick. They pray over them in the faith of the church. This is the epiclesis proper to the sacrament. 
Then they anoint them with oil blessed, if possible, by the bishop. These liturgical actions indicate what grace this sacrament confers upon the sick. Roman numeral four, the effects of the celebration of this sacrament. A particular gift of the Holy Spirit. The first grace of this sacrament is one of strengthening peace and courage to overcome the difficulties that go with the condition of serious illness or the frailty of old age. This grace is a gift of the Holy Spirit who renews trust and faith in God and strengthens against the temptations of the evil one, the temptation to discouragement and anguish and the face of death. This assistance from the Lord by the power of his Spirit is meant to lead the sick person to healing of the soul, but also of the body, if such is God's will. Furthermore, if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.